0: this episode, we're about to talk about Amelia Earhart. Some people know on what happened about her, and some are not. So allow me to introduce you the life and her mysterious flight. In Philippines, the life of Amelia Earhart is currently part of the K-12 education, specifically on 10th grade. Amelia Earhart Is one of history's most prominent figures in aviation. Having inspired numerous movies, books, and plays, born in 1987 or 1897 in Kansas, Earhart rose to fame because of her trailblazing accomplishments as a female aviator. At the time, being both a woman and a pilot meant being met with many obstacles. And even her own family discouraged her from learning how to fly. However, despite those challenges, she set many records in a vision and became the first female pilot to fly alone across the Atlantic Ocean. On July 2, 1937, Amelia Earhart flew toward Holland Island, one of the last stops on her attempt to circumnavigate, circumnavigate, circumnavigate the globe, nearing the tiny Pacific island, she radioed the Itasca, a United States Coast Guard her sailing off Houlton, coast to ask it to guide her onto land with radio signals. Calling Itasca, we must be on you, but cannot see you. Gas is running low, Been unable to reach you by radio. We were flying at 1,000 feet. Earhart's last confirmed message indicated that she was flying on a northwest to southeast navigational line that bisected the island. But she did not indicate in which direction she was heading. After that communication, at 8.42 a.m., radio contact was lost and no one knows what happened next. Fateful Final Flight Earhart's achievements in aviation had already made her an international household name when, in 1937, she set out to become the first woman to fly around the world. A grueling 29,000 mile eastbound journey that roughly followed the equator. A failed attempt in March damaged her plane but after repairs she and her navigator Fred Noonan departed from Oakland, California on May 21. After 22,000 miles, 40 days and more than 20 stops they arrived in Lay on the eastern coast of Papua New Guinea. On the morning of July 2, Earhart and Noonan began what was expected to be the hardest leg of their trip the Island, a 1.5 mile long coral atoll in the central Pacific Ocean. More than 2,500 miles of ocean stretched between the lay and the remote spit of land that was their next stop to refuel. After hours of flight during their final approach to Holland, Earhart radioed the Itasca. The ship was receiving retransmissions. At one point, the signal was so strong that the ship's radio operator ran to the deck to search the skies for Earhart's plane. But most of the signals the ship returned were not reaching Earhart and Lunan. The Electra never made it to Holland Island, and a massive search failed to find any sign of the missing aviator and her plane. Two weeks later, the United States declared Amelia Earhart. And Fred Noonan lost at sea, the U.S. government's official position is that the Electra, unable to establish radio contact with the Itasca, ran out of fuel and crashed into the ocean. In Search of Amelia Several expeditions in the past 20 years have tried to locate the plane's wreckage by studying Earhart's final radio transmissions and calculating what is known about the Electra's fuel supply. Researchers have narrowed their search to a 630-square-mile area of ocean. Some believe that Earhart and Nunan flew north toward the Marshall Islands where they crashed and were captured by Japan who controlled the area. Eyewitnesses claim to have seen Earhart in a prison camp on Saipan, but physical evidence supporting their testimony is scarce. Others, like the, Inter- the International Group for Historic Aircraft Recovery, believe the plane flew south toward the Phoenix Islands and landed on a reef on Komaroro, then Gardner Island where they lived as castaways for days or weeks. Tighar has sent several expeditions up to the island, where they discovered the remnants of a campsite and various artifacts called the Seven Site, It matched the description of a location where 13 human bones were found in 1940, when Nukumaruro was under British control. The bones were first sent to Tarawa, where Dr. Lindsay Isaac examined them. Then the bones were shipped to Fiji, where Dr. D. W. Hoodless also analyzed them. Both men concluded that bones were from a meal. The collected bones were subsequently lost, but the physicians report survived. Kung kayo ay may mga istoryang na ibahagi, mangyari lamang na sumulat sa amin Facebook page na Stories Philippines Podcast o di kaya ay mag-email sa podcast at gmail.com. Matatagpuan ang mga link na iyon sa ating description. Hanggang sa muli, maraming salamat